Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I like to talk with you about boundaries, boundaries with yourself, boundaries with others, specifically how we navigate with others in business. This is a really hot topic that I have seen so much talked about in social media circles as well as with my clients. I wanted to devote a whole podcast to it. You're going to get a lot of practical tips to help you maintain your emotional and more importantly, your spiritual and your psychological help coming to you after this short break. And we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, as always, I'd love to thank those of you who have been listening for the very first episode, as well as those of you who have been listening for multiple episodes, giving you a big electronic hug for your continuing support and desire, obviously, to learn about not just improving your business, but improving your mind. Now, if you have been loving these podcasts, I love for you, if you haven't done so already, for us to connect, follow each other on social media. You can find me on Twitter, Denise G. Lee, or you can find me on LinkedIn, Denise G. Lee. So you can find me at those places. And if you haven't done so, visit my website, DeniseGLee.com, where you can read articles and other tips and things to help you, not just write better, think better, and get yourself on track to where you want to be in your, not your business, but hopefully in your life to some extent. Okay, let's get into this. Boundaries is definitely something that we all know we need, but let's break it down and understand it in more simpler terms. As human beings, we are not just physical bodies. We also have emotional and spiritual bodies. And to help us navigate the world and to help us be able to make sense of what things work, how things work rather, and how we're supposed to navigate with other people, we have a list of expectations. Now, some of them are very overt in our minds. For example, we don't want anyone stealing our stuff, or we don't want anyone lying to us, or we don't want anyone who tells lies about us as just really obvious examples. But then we might have other subtle things that we may not have acknowledged. For example, we may want people to just listen rather than to actually jump in and solve our problems. We may need people who show us appreciation with physical gifts rather than perhaps a pat on the back or a a smile or words or affirmation. What I'm trying to say is as part of our navigating this world, we have these lists of expectations and these rules and it's part of our boundary, that safe zone where we know where we stop, right, as people and we know that other people begin where they pick up and we have these kind of rules as kind of the navigation, the the way we know how to operate. And oftentimes I see, not just in business, but in personal issues, we have these problems interacting with people, interacting with our clients, interacting with sometimes even ourselves and letting our emotions run wild when we don't have a clear expectation of boundaries with ourselves and with other people. And today I just want to demystify all of that. I want to make it really super clear about who you are, what you expect, what you expect of other people. And 
the whole purpose and the whole goal is that we're minimizing, not eliminating, keyword, we're minimizing the drama, we're minimizing all the anxiety. One of the things, I'll just give you an example and just just roll with me on this. Every episode of one particular TV show that's just coming to my mind, and you've You've probably seen this on many other episodes. For example, Three's Company uh, with uh, Jack Tripper. That was the character's name. And I'm, I'm actually forgetting the actor's name, but he's departed. He, he's left this world. But anyway, the premise of that show of Three's Company, it was two women with one male roommate. And every single episode, there was one giant misunderstanding. And it was just jokes after jokes because either one person or both persons or two people misunderstood the intentions of one other person and they just kept on things getting worse, people misunderstanding. It was a lot of slapstick comedy, but it was just at the end of the, each episode, the the realization was picked up or the misunderstanding was cleared and it was a big comedy. And sometimes people got angry, people got frustrated, but every at the end of every episode, for the most part, they all kissed and made up. But in the real world, it doesn't work that way, right? Sometimes we have these misunderstandings that just pile up and just go insane. And as a result, friendships are ended or business relationships are ended. And and it's not as comical as that TV show, as an example. We're all not smiling and laughing at the end based on this misunderstanding. And when we have boundaries, when we have these clear expectations, it helps us minimize the the, the misunderstandings, <laughs> minimize the misunderstandings and minimizing all the conflicts. We can't eliminate it because... As human beings, we can't mind read. We can't step into the mind of what everyone's thinking and say, oh, I know why this person or that person's behaving. That is because based on their past experience or based on blah, blah, blah. Since we can't control how other people think about us, we can't control how we relate to others, what we can do is have a really firm understanding of ourselves and what we want from other people. And then lastly, communicating with that. So this is our three-step process and our boundaries, not just in business, but in life, is we understand ourselves, we communicate that understanding to others, and we enforce it. It's not enough to say, this is what I want, this is why I want it, and not being able to communicate that with people. Because here's the thing, there's a lot of times people violate boundaries because they themselves have weak or non-existing boundaries themselves. Think about, for example, a client that, and this is for coaches, consultants, you guys will know this completely, where you have a contract arrangement where you only speak with 60 minutes with a particular client. And for whatever stupid reason, this client loves talking, talking. They have a gift of gap and they talk not just five minutes over, 10 minutes over. It's sometimes even a half an hour over that original 60-minute contract. Now, whose problem is that that the, con- that the time went 10, 20, even half an hour or longer than what was originally agreed upon? Is that the client's fault or is that your fault? 
Well, of course, it's our fault because we already told our clients in advance before we began the coaching relationship or consulting relationship, hey, look, I'm only allowed or we agreed to only talk one hour or whatever time frame, and we are going over in it. But it is our job to be able to enforce that. And the reason why for a lot of us, we don't enforce these type of boundaries, we don't have this clarity about, okay, this is what I want to do and this is why I want to do it specifically in relation with others is because we don't want to be rejected. We don't want to be seen as mean or cruel or not understanding. But when we're not enforcing and allowing other people to respect our boundaries, in fact, we're just teaching them that we don't respect ourselves. You see, boundaries are the ultimate form and recognition of self-respect, decency, and regarding having understanding that other people have their own needs. When we tell people what our needs are and we are very clear and we're reasonable, like, for example, I gave the, the time the time limit as an example. If we tell those people up front and they agree to it and for whatever reason we don't respect even that, that's teaching someone, hey, you don't even respect yourself. And so how can I really even take my other advice and everything else seriously? It is so important to be really close clear with other people, super, super clear. That helps us to just have much better relationships. Now, I know in the beginning of our businesses, we don't want to ruffle any feathers. We don't want to feel like we're offending or stepping on toes. But look, there is a really important lesson that I want everyone who's listening to understand this is that we're not going to have people magically respect us just because we're in the business world. And in fact, there's a lot of people, as I mentioned earlier, who recognize people who have weak or non-existent boundaries and they take advantage of it. And I don't want you to develop this reputation, not just in your personal life, but in your business life. Hey, I like to be taken advantage of. Hey, I I like to undercharge my services or hey, I don't respect my own time boundaries. You fill in the blank and think about the areas where you feel like you are not getting your needs fulfilled and ask yourself, am I not getting my needs fulfilled because I'm afraid of being rejected? Am I not being explicitly clear and upfront? Am I choosing people? Here's another thing. Am I choosing people who constantly violate my boundaries? Am I constantly inviting people who don't really understand nor respect what I have to say? And then you have to sit back and ask yourself, well, why in the world do I have people in my world that don't respect my wishes or my my desires, or more more importantly, don't even respect what I have to offer. I've had an issue, I think, about even a couple years ago with a particular contractor that I was working with. And he was working with me on creating ads. And I'm not going to get into the details about that. But I remember he was telling me about how he does not even work with clients beyond three months if they won't even do specific type of things because he can create all the best ads, but if they don't provide funding or they don't provide certain other issues, it's a no-go. It can't go anywhere. 
and you know we we had our own little issues but i had a but if i had to sit back and realize it wasn't because he didn't have clear expectations about what he wanted it was because i wanted more out of him that he was able to give given his own limitations uh his own constraints with the the cl- uh, client load and everything he was, he was doing. So oftentimes what I'm trying to say is that we're having problems with people because we're not taking the time to understand maybe perhaps their own limitations. So as part of our boundaries, it's, it's really a two-way straight. It's more or less saying, hey, this is what I need. This is why I need it. And communicating with back with a person and saying, hey, is this something that is reasonable for you? Is there something else that may that may come conflict. Sometimes when you're just having the conversation and letting other people know, I'm having an issue with X or Y problem. This is why I need this boundary. And do you have a problem? Just actually just airing it out can actually bring up some other issues that I didn't know uh, that you don't know about. For example, I gave you the example of what that ad guy was dealing with. I didn't know that he was really overwhelmed and slammed with a bunch of other uh, clients that he was dealing with. And as a result, we kind of parted ways because he he realized that he was shifting in his direction as to the type of clients that he was serving. And I needed someone who uh, could dedicate a little bit more time to what I wanted to do. So we parted ways. But the boundary was about what level of communication was needed and expected. And I wouldn't I didn't know that unless we just broke down and had that conversation. So I'm really grateful for that. For a lot of us, we are burning bridges down unnecessarily because we're not asking the right questions. And some of the right questions um, you can ask are the following. And it's really simple when you think about this, but I just have to say it down. It's like, once you are clear about what you need and making sure it's realistic, for example, you can't expect anyone to be on your beck and call. You can't expect everyone to drop everything in the dime of the hat and be able to take your phone calls. You can't expect people who are 100% devoted at the absence of everything else. Okay, so if we know that we're being realistic in our expectations about what we need, now the next part is literally communicating back and saying, do you understand what I'm asking for? Do you understand that this can be indefinite? This is just basically my only way I can interact with you on this professional way. And, and you can also insert this and think about any personal things that you're struggling with. But the point is, when we're talking with people, sometimes they don't really hear or understand maybe the first time that you've heard it, especially for those who have weak boundaries. So I always tell people, you need to communicate twice. Um, communicate in text, uh, in written form. Communicate verbally. Don't just assume just because you tell someone once that they've got it. If you're starting off and you're having a new professional relationship with someone, it's part of a boundary session, uh, especially in the beginning of a business uh, consulting relationship. You really need to be clear. I'm like, okay, I've given you my contract. It's written in paper. Would you like to go over it? Or you want to emphasize certain things that is part of the business relationship that people are emphatically clear in the understanding. Some people go as far as reviewing line by line and having them initial. 
people don't read. <laughs> so when you're reinforcing it with that verbal on top of the written thing, it helps make it really emphatically clear to whoever, your party that you're inter- interacting with, like, this is not a drill. This is not a joke. I This is really important to me as far as how we communicate and how we interact with one another. I don't want any minimum drama. That's why I'm going to set some time away. And ideally, this is what I tell all my clients, and I'm, I want you to hear this too. Do not have these kind of boundary setting issues the same time you're having a consulting or coaching call. Okay, don't do that or any type of service-based call. Schedule a time, even like it's 15 minutes away from your normal coaching or consulting call just to go over the boundaries, just to lay out the expectations. Because oftentimes, if you're sitting there and you're trying to do all this other business stuff and then you try to, oh, couch and add about some administrative stuff, then... People can easily forget or get distracted or dismiss, honestly, to be honest, dismiss what you have to say because their their mind was more focused on the business aspect and less of the administration boundaries, boundary setting uh, time that uh, you had with them. I think that's just really important just to make sure that you're setting yourself up as well as other people for success by having that done at a separate time. Now... Let's talk about the enforcement a little bit more. Once you've set up the time, once you've made it clear, you've explained it, you knew that it was reasonable, you made sure that everyone was agreeing. Just because they agree and they say they understand doesn't mean that they're actually will buy with it. I go, as part of my enforcement policy, I have a three strikes rule. I literally let people know, hey, this is reminder, this is what happened once, reminder twice, and then three times I just terminate the relationship, depending obviously on the severity and the importance of the issue. I don't let stuff drag on. I either tell people they are no longer responsible for this certain issue. I terminate the relationship. It it all just depends. For a lot of us who have not been exposed to boundary setting, weak boundary setting, all that kind of stuff, it's kind of hard to have that rule of I'm going to shut things down. I'm not, or I'm going to terminate the relationship, the professional relationship, or I'm going to limit my interaction. Because again, it goes back to those fears of rejection, fears of having people talk crap about you, all that stuff. But here's the thing. Do you want to be known as a person that bends over backwards and compromises yourself or the person that has a backbone and respects themselves and respects their time and their talents and obviously how they're compensated or anything of that? I'm betting you want to be respected. I'm betting that you want to be known as someone that is a serious business person that wants to be taken seriously. And when you're saying a clear message, even if they're not going to like it, trust and believe just because you set a boundary doesn't mean that everyone around you is going to just bow down and say, yes, I appreciate this. I love what you're having to say. No, oftentimes people who have weak boundaries and they balk, it's because they've never really had anyone stand up to them. So it feels unnerving. It feels rattling. But just because they may feel uncomfortable, they feel rattling, does that mean you need to stand down? I want to just tell everyone who's listening, who has a, who are struggling to let people know that of their needs and their wants in terms of interacting with clients and interacting with other uh, consultants or whatever you, what you're doing, you have a right to speak your needs. You have a right to let people know what you can and cannot tolerate and enforcing that. 
if you're struggling with enforcement, one of the things that I would love you to do is grab a sheet of paper and start writing out all the rules that people who are in your space must abide by. And if you have to repeat like, uh, for example, I will not have people curse to my face. I will not have people lie to me about blah, blah, blah issues or any issue in them. I will not have, you know, I will not tolerate such and such and such and make it a must. It's time for us to shift away from an optional to a must. A lot of us are giving people way more power than they des- they they need. They're, I, I, and, and this also comes, when we're talking about boundaries, let's also like pivot and think about the boundaries in terms of how much power we allow people to take into our space. For example, I was just thinking about the other day, this particular person that um, I thought I had a really positive interaction with, and uh, they decided for whatever reason that we should part ways and in my mind, I wanted a call. I wanted to inquire and say, hey, let's, let's try to repair this. Hey, let's do this. And I realized that as part of my own emotional health and my emotional boundaries, I do not want to let people take up free rent in my head. Part of our boundaries is us reminding ourselves over and over and over about our own unique power, own unique strength, and only wanting to spend our energy on people who want to have a genuine reaction, pardon me, a a genuine relationship rather with us. We're not helping ourselves and we're not helping other people by trying to keep a bad relationship on life support. It takes two people to make a business relationship our, our colleagues, our association, that we have to make that work with people who are both of them coming to the table and saying, I really want us to work together and come to understanding, and I'm willing to commit the time and the energy to get this done. Once we realize that we need two people, and if only one person's pulling the weight, right, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. And again, if you're feeling like people are taking more from you, then you have to really ask yourself, how much do you value yourself? How much do you value your time and energy? How much is it important for you to keep this relationship? Are you, are you just doing it out of fear and or anxiety or for a lot of us, fear of losing the money, right? Or have not knowing and trusting that higher power, God, the universe, however you want to call them can provide. I truly believe if you're in business and you feel called to do it, you will Provide, be provided with the resources and the people that make it happen. There is no reason on God's green earth that you should be suffering just to make a sale, suffering just to get along with certain people, and you feel that you're getting way less in, in, for the amount of time and the money and the energy you spend with someone. It's just not worth it. And I know in the beginning of the business, where we kind of deal with a lot of crappy stuff out of ignorance or out of just being green and new to the scene. But once we get some experience, once we get some experience under our belt and we recognize that people are are violating our boundaries or certain things aren't happening the way that we want to and we've expressed it and they still don't respect it, we need to cut those wings and fly. We need to cut those wings away. We need to cut those ties away from us so that we can be able to fly and to go into different directions. We're not helping ourselves. We're not helping anybody else. So just to summarize and just go over all of this boundary stuff with us, 
in order for people to understand us and our values and our issues, we have to be clear with ourselves. If we have to journal and write things down and express like what we really need in each type of relationship, personal, business, right? Just make it clear. Be able to communicate that. I recommend doing it both verbally as well as written, making the time that's away from the actual consulting, the coaching call, whatever your your arrangement is. And then lastly, like have the power to clearly enforce it. Don't feel and expect that people will automatically enforce it just because that doesn't happen that way. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Was there something that I really said that rang a bell or just was really helpful? I'd love to know. Let me know. Send me a message to hello at denisegeely.com. Love to have the conversation continue. And with that, thank you much for listening. Take care and be awesome.